It's recording. I was, <laughs> I was watching you. Welcome to House of Hoops with Bo, Brian, and Jeff. I am Jeff Hausman coming to you from Memphis, Tennessee. This is episode 80. It's Monday night, September 27th, 2021. Thank you for listening. With me tonight in studio is Brian Clark. Hi. Hi. And coming to us virtually from St. Paul, Minnesota is Bo Brady. Hello. Hello, Bo. Thank you, everybody, for joining us tonight. Tonight, we're going to talk about uh, some teams with maybe lowered expectations. We're going to do some fantasy stuff. Training camps start tomorrow. So how about that? Let's have a good time. Let's talk some hoops. Folks can visit our website. It's houseofhoops.com. It's H-A-U-S of hoops.com. There you can find links to social media. You can find our shop. You can buy t-shirts. You can find all of our episodes. There's some pictures on there. Need to update the website a little bit. Been slacking on the photo gallery. But anyway, how have y'all been? How's everybody doing? How's the energy level tonight? I feel good. Yeah? Yeah. Good. Bo, how are you feeling? I'm feeling pretty good. That's good. Yeah. What have you been up to this week, Bo? Well, I did a mock draft the other day. Yeah. Did you I do I don't know if, if you guys remember that. Did you do another one or just the one that we did together? Just the one. I'm not uh I'm not it's not looking good for my fantasy season this year. Why is that? I just haven't it's I I feel like I'm clueless i need to do more mock drafts and read more things how are you clueless you just you just take all the guys you know from last year and the years previous years you don't have to have a bunch of rookies well yeah it's true well there's been some movement and yeah players are unvaccinated and vaccinated and stuff is weird this year again yeah the vax thing will be interesting to see how that plays out but but we but could yeah. we could compile a list of unvaccinated players we know are unvaccinated to stay away from in fantasy basketball. Yeah, and <laughs> nominate Bradley Beal first in the auction. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, we can get into that in a little bit. Uh, I went to Minnesota United soccer game. How'd that go? It was fun. They they played L.A. Galaxy, one of the better teams, and they beat them three nothing. It was a really fun game. Nice. How long does that game last? 90 minutes plus a little bit of extra time if needed. Oh, okay. Stoppage time. Mm-hmm. 
Okay. It's great. There's no, you know, unlike American football, there's no like stoppage. It's just mm-hmm. constant gameplay. It's mm-hmm. really fun. Yeah, yeah. You make it through the whole game? Yes. Oh. Absolutely. It was fun, man. The stadium is brand new. It's really awesome. You can walk to the stadium from my house. It's 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 killer. Um anything else you want to share? Mm, I uh I'm getting some old stereo equipment refurbished. So that's that's fun. Stereo? Well, like a receiver? Like an old receiver and some old speakers. Oh, okay. That's cool. Uh, my, my grandfather's. Oh, yeah. So what kind of receiver? J- old, it's a Macintosh 1500. Oh, you told me you were doing that. That's that's awesome. Yeah. That, I don't know if I brought that up on the show before, but I finally mailed it off to this company in upstate New York called Audio Classics. And then uh, I took these old JBL speakers from the 60s to a just a speaker repair place in town. Excited to get that back. I'm not sure where I'm going to put all that stuff, but it doesn't matter. It'll Basement. get plugged in and played. <laughs> that Macintosh will be a treasure, man. I'm excited. Are, those things are worth a lot of money. Yeah, I think I think I've heard people talking about those before. I'm know. not necessarily into like vintage or audiophile stuff, but I do like to listen to records and I like music and it's something I feel like it's something fun I could do. All right. Yeah. How about you, Brian? What you been up to? You know, working and living, and uh, that's about it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Did you go to any uh, football games this week? I did go to a Tiger yeah. football game this weekend. How'd that go? Uh, the Memphis Tigers lost to the University of Texas San Antonio. Snapped a Utsa. Saw, snapped a seventeen-game home winning streak. Oh, a. 22-game home winning streak against uh, non-conference opponents. Kind of a bummer. You know, I realized I was I was just irrationally angry at the end of the game. <laughs> I realized how spoiled I am. I'm not used to seeing the Tigers lose. Yeah, there were some angry tweets coming in. Yeah. Or not tweets, but uh, text. Yeah, the text messages. Text, yeah. Angry. Yeah, I was not happy. Angry. They're just kids. I wasn't mad at the players in the field. It was coaching decisions that I disagree with, but... Um, you know, I've I've grown as a person since Saturday. Well, they blew like a big lead, right? Yeah, they were up twenty one to zero in the first quarter. Oh honestly, it was looking like a game that I was maybe gonna leave at halftime. <laughs> mm-hmm. I thought about it. I had I had some work stuff I had to do. Stuff to take care of at the house. It was twenty one to seven, I believe, at halftime. And uh weather was nice, so we just stuck it out. And I mean I just assumed it was still, you know, I assumed we were gonna win. Mm-hmm. And we did not. We lost on a last-second field goal mm-hmm. uh, that I was not in the building for. I left a little early. Interesting. Deciding that I would be unsatisfied if we won <laughs> and really mad if we lost. So, oh. well, um, but yeah, that you was know, a tough break. What did they? The uh, whoever it was Yutsa. <laughs> they uh, they had like a minute. And they made basically like two plays, right? Yeah. And got all the way down the field mm-hmm. and kicked it the yeah. last second. Yeah. It's a tough way to lose, but shouldn't have been in that position in the first place, I guess. I agree. You know, we couldn't stay undefeated at home forever. So Yeah. New coaching staff of Memphis football. Yeah. I still have faith. You know, we're still a good team. We're, we're a good young team. Yeah, I got to figure that the uh, expectations are down from last year without Coach Norvell. Oh, no. The expectations are still way up. Expectations are not lowered at all. Wow. 
I would have just assumed that everybody was like, oh, well, we're taking a step back. Huh. All right. I mean, freshman quarterback probably more than anything would lower expectations, but he's yeah. he's been pretty good. All right. What else? What you what'd you do this week? That's it. What'd you do last week? That's it. We've been uh, off for two weeks. I'm gonna take a tree down in my front yard. Boo. Yeah, that's that's gonna be expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, needs to come down. I called some people out to thinking maybe maybe I could just get away with having it pruned. But yeah, they came out. They're like, nah, man. It's just got to come down. It's a it's a pin oak, and apparently they're susceptible to a certain kind of tree disease. The guy was like, "Man, there's a lot of these in this neighborhood. I'm in this neighborhood a lot, taking these things down." Dang, that's um, a good scam he's got going there. Yeah, I you know I asked him, <laughs> uh, "Is there anything you think I could have done? Like if I'd called you, you know?" And he's like, "Well, he's like, yeah." Then we get in a routine of we come out every year, we prune, we fertilize, and he's like, "By then, you know, there's no guarantee that you're saving the tree." Mm-hmm. And you've probably spent more money over mm-hmm. time. So, yeah, fuck trees. Yeah, trees. I have zero trees on my lot. I'm gonna have no trees once this tree comes. I had another one in my front yard taken down probably ten years ago. Fuck them. Overrated. Yeah, that one. The roots kept dig- growing into my uh, my septic system. Mm-hmm. My, my my line out to the street. Gross. You so ain't got septic, huh? That yeah. That's I didn't mean septic. You know what I meant though. He meant his. The sewer drain. line out is what I meant. Yeah, yeah the sewer line out, yeah. There's a um, hole and, where the stuff goes out. And it was either, yeah, replace the entire line out or take the tree down. Mm. So I took the tree down. Yeah, fuck trees, man. Yeah. All they do is fall. No more raking leaves, though. So That's right. it's worth it. I believe it. I've always said I'd pay any amount of money not to have to rake leaves anymore, and I'm about to <laughs> pay Thousands any amount of money. Yeah. Of dollars. That's it, though. You know, it's, just, it's been a, it's been a great week for me. <laughs> yeah. Let's see what is today? It is twenty seventh. Let's see. Evan's wedding is in. It's on the ninth. Evan's wedding countdown. So it's like a week and a half. Yeah, it's not this weekend, but the next weekend. Okay. Evan's wedding. I heard a rumor that Stephen Adams might be there. Oh. It's a key oh, way. are they are they buddies? I don't know. Maybe. No, his his wife to be. I mean, they're I'm both assuming. they're both from New Zealand. They probably know each other. How could I was they gonna, not? Well, I assume there's not that many Kiwis in town, so maybe they know. Each, I have no idea. I'm asking you guys. They met at a hookah bar. <laughs> oh, they like literally ran into each other. No, no, oh. I don't think they know each other. Oh, so Unless joking. they do know each other, which I'm not sure. I don't know how it works in New Zealand. Do they have to have like town meetings when somebody leaves? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how it works. It's, a, it's an island, right? <laughs> it yeah. is an island. Full of criminals, right? Or no, that's Australia. That's Australia. All right. Uh, <laughs> I texted Evan this week yeah. to ask him uh, what, what color suits you guys were wearing. Uh-huh. Because I was, I wanted to wear the same color suit so I could get into the VIP room with you guys. <laughs> Sneak in, yeah. I'm here with the guys. <laughs> I'm in there, out of the way. Look, it's a gray suit. <laughs> yeah, we got to figure out wigs too. I assume there's going to be a lot of wigs. Man, 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 man. It's been a long two weeks. I don't feel like I don't even know who you guys are. 
How about you, Jeff? What have you been up to these past two weeks? Oh, uh, plenty golf. Yeah, played golf a couple times. Played in a tournament. Got drunk instead. Played today. Stayed relatively sober. Had fun. Played at a private club here in town that I don't usually get to play at. Had some passes that I won at the tournament last week. So that was kind of convenient and fun. Nice. Let's see. Went to Tunica. Lost a lot of money there. Created a TikTok account for House of Hoops. TikTok is a weird place. I'm not sure it's really for us. I don't know if that's really where sports and entertainment podcasting has a voice or a platform. I haven't made any videos. Basically, I've just been messing around in the live video comments. We got some followers that way, but I've been telling people on there that we're a hula hoop company. <laughs> so there might be some there might be some letdown. Um <laughs> tried to Is this did you just like search hoops and in TikTok and hula hoops popped up? No, that's what people have just been asking. Oh, okay. Like what is House of Hoops? And I'm like, it's a hula hoop company. <laughs> And they're like, oh, I'll give it a follow. I'll follow you so all my followers will follow you. It's worked out pretty well. Um, (laughs) Let's see. Tried to get my hands on one of those PS5s. I've still been trying to get one of those for over a year. They had uh, on the PlayStation Network website, they had like a queue, kind of like Top Shot, where you have to like randomly be put in line. And I guess I was like about 20 minutes away. Because they ran out. I waited for like an hour. It was so dumb. I feel like I've been trying to get one forever. I don't even fucking want one anymore. Now it's just about like obtaining the unattainable. Mm. When am I going to have time to use it? Yeah, I don't know. Never. Those, those things aren't cheap either, are they? Yeah, like 500 bucks. Yeah. But I'm never going to have time to fucking use it. You could take down um, seven trees. I'll just have it for like 10 or years. Seven of those could take down one tree. <laughs> Yikes. Let's see what else. I watched some good stuff on TV. I watched that Once Upon a Time in Queens. That, Not the movie, but the ESPN 30 for 30. And it's a, it was a two-parter. It's about that early 80s New York Mets team. Doc Gooden, Daryl Strawberry. Keith Hernandez, all those guys probably already know the story, but well, all the drug use and them actually going on and winning the pennant <laughs> amidst all the turmoil, but uh, it was very entertaining. I enjoyed it a lot. Lenny Dykstra, that dude is an animal. It was pretty entertaining, but that feels like forever ago. That was like two weeks ago. But other than that, just been working and kind of hanging out. That's about it for me. What do you guys want to talk about? You want to get into some news, some NBA news? Sure. I like news. Let's get into why we're pretty much here. Let's start with the big news of this week. It's Ben Simmons, right, still? Bo, is that news to you? Well, we'll see training camp starts tomorrow. He says he's not going. He said he will not report. He will not play for the Sixers. Nothing's changed there. Is anyone going to accept blame for this with the Sixers organization? 
Is anybody going to step up and say, yeah, we've, I fucked it up. It was my fault. Or is this just going to be, it's all Ben Simmons' fault. It is weird that a player wants to get traded from a team that's has a chance to at least make the NBA finals right. or conference finals. If they're going to make the playoffs next season or this, this season, whatever you want to call it. I mean, you guys know I'm not the hugest Doc Rivers fan. Maybe the Sixers only have to do one thing. Maybe all they have to do is fire Doc Rivers. <laughs> and they get to keep Ben Simmons. Yeah. And move on. What's, what's Doc Rivers' contract, I wonder? He gives a shit. Less Not than as much ben as Ben Simmons. Simmons. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. <laughs> I don't really know what the end game is here. We mentioned probably... 10 episodes ago i think it was in 70 so it's probably uh let's see we do one a week 10 for it's like 40 weeks ago <laughs> that <laughs> that we thought uh san antonio with ben simmons just needs a different style coach maybe uh san antonio would be a nice spot we thought maybe kind of like a changing of the guard for them bring in the new team there's other news with San Antonio that Manu Ginobili is going to uh, be returning to San Antonio as a special advisor. I think the Spurs... Yeah, more on play, player development side. Yeah, like kind of like a uh, on-the-court, off-the-court coach. Like He's just going to be around, maybe mentoring a little bit. The Spurs have lost that loving feeling, man. Hmm. They've got to uh, do something to mix it up. And maybe a Ben Simmons and Manu Ginobili combo, along with all of the other role players that they've acquired over the last four to five years, maybe all the maybe all that can come together. Ben Simmons could be like the new face of the franchise. A Max guy. I really like that idea. I don't know if Philly likes anything from the Spurs mm-hmm. enough to make a deal there, but I think it could be done i think it could be worked out somehow problem with the sixers is they got to win now right it's a win now situation and uh i'm not sure what the spurs really have in a win now trade is Dejounte murray enough he's at this point i would say yeah seems so he's coming on didn't he get tears acl last year but he's better than anything the timberwolves are going to give him other than those timberwolves draft picks which, who wouldn't want an unprotected Timberwolves pick? <laughs> Seems like a hot commodity. Yeah. Speaking of Timberwolves, funny story about Gerson Rosas. Oh, yeah, right. So, for those of you who didn't know already, the Timberwolves fired Gerson Rosas. John Krasinski did a good job on the athletic covering it. Read that if you haven't. But there's some on-the-record and off-the-record stuff that just people just did not like Rosas. They did not like his management style, and he was rubbing people the wrong way. Apparently, he's just a dick. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Bo's initial response was, whoa, that's insane. <laughs> well, what was Kat's response on Twitter? Uh, it was just WTF, right? <laughs> yep. <laughs> Guess it came out of nowhere. The guy had only been there for, what, like a year and a half? Yeah, not even two seasons. Mm-hmm. Though the team had been terrible, but the Wolves were always terrible, so no surprise. 
yeah, I got to thinking about this, and it, and I think that the new owners caught wind of dysfunction, um, whether it was from other GMs or other organizations or from within their organization. And I said, what the hell's going on here? Because if you look at, like, Alex Rodriguez, he knows how an organization should be ran. He's not dumb. Mm. He's not new to the game. And, he, and they're probably hearing things, rumors. And uh, Glenn Taylor, I guess he drove all the way to where Gerson Rosa was and uh, actually did it in person, like the firing, right? And that's not usually so. something. That's not usually something he does, right? No. Yeah, I think it had it had a lot to do with the new ownership group. Well, and Rosas was also having, who's Rosas was married, was having a sexual relationship with a member of the Timberwolves staff, female member, right? And how it got out was, he was at the Minnesota United game that I was at. And there was pictures of him with that Timberwolves staffer of them mm-hmm. making out. And, oh, and what's interesting is the Wolves have a box at at the United Games, the Minnesota United Games, uh, primarily for Pablo Prigioni, one of the assistant coaches. Hmm. So I thought that was that was awesome that the Italian Italian guy wants to go see his soccer. Were, were they uh, were they in the box? Yeah, Rosas and that girl. Hmm. So, as you might assume, there's like a club level, so people know who's who, right? Mm-hmm. Like that's the Timberwolves off. Like if I, you know, if I work there, if I saw Rosas out in public, I probably wouldn't think anything about it. Probably wouldn't recognize him. But if I was working up there or a patron and knew the Wolves had a box, and I saw some guy in there, and I was like, oh, that's Gerson Rosas. You, you would know. So that's how it leaked out. And I missed it. I could have. I could have broken the story f- from House of Hoops. Pay attention up there. Yeah, <laughs> it was right under your nose, dude. One interesting quote I heard about the situation was John Hollinger. He said, "I'm not going to dunk on them for making the change a week before training camp, except for one thing: the fact that the situation there was so bad, they needed to make a change a week before training camp." Right, nobody does this. Which yeah, is, you got to think that maybe the the it was known that the situation was toxic. Yeah, but then when he was caught with a with a staff member like a subordinate, yeah, that may have just been like the reason they needed. Yeah, yeah, it was much easier at that point. Like we can. Hmm. I wonder if there's like a morality clause or something in the you know in his contract that says that you can't date staff. We need a beer. You have thought about putting one of those in uh, in the restaurant's contracts. <laughs> <laughs> really just to make my life easier sometimes. <laughs> Beer, Jeff? As long as there's been restaurants and men and women working together inside of them, they've mingled after work. Yeah, I might as well, I might as well start drug testing the staff too, huh? <laughs> From the beginning of restaurant time. Just don't COVID test them. Just drug test them. What are we going to drink? Off topic here, I was reading at the Daily Memphian who's eligible for a booster in Tennessee. It sounds like you guys are eligible. My parents both got their booster already. How about nice. that? But they're within the uh, time frame. I don't believe I am yet. No, it's, 
well, I don't know how they're rolling it out, but it said people 18 to 64 that have high exposure due to work. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That would be us. You guys. Yeah, dude. I was washing dishes for like, I probably did like five hours of actual like firsthand, like elbow deep dishwashing this week. Mm-hmm. Probably like five hours at least. And just every time I'm just like fucking disgusted. Yeah, that's where all the COVID is. I'm like, dude, dude there's got to be like, this whole sink has to be just contaminated with COVID. There's no way it's not. There's been 500 people in here tonight. Yeah. <laughs> like the sheer numbers. I'm just like, I want the water as hot as I can get it, and I'm changing it out often. But, jeez. I don't usually wash a lot of dishes. I just found myself doing it a lot this week for numerous reasons. Ooh. But it fucking makes me sick. Like, dude, I should just quit this fucking job. <laughs> Washing these dishes. It's the most unsafe thing I've ever done in my life. What are we drinking? What is this? Uh, this is um, by a, a favorite brewery of House of Hoops, Prairie Artist Nails. Uh, we drink yes. a lot of their beers on the podcast. Um, this is a <laughs> pumpkin kerfuffle. <laughs> Not a word. Imperial sour beer with pumpkin pie spice blend and toasted marshmallow flavor. You fucking asshole. You got me a pumpkin spice beer? <sighs> with marshmallow. <laughs> fuck is toasted marshmallow flavor. What the fuck is the matter with you? Uh, this is. Oh, it stinks. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't smell good, does it? it? smells like rotten pumpkins. It smells like somebody poured whiskey in the pumpkin lattes at coffee shop. Yeah, I don't know if uh, I like sours, but I don't know about the sour pumpkin beer. Ugh. It's that pumpkin spice shit, man. Mm. No. I'm just going to chug it. <sighs> Moving on. That shit is gross, bro. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> nah, that's a miss. Pumpkin spice fucking sucks. To be honest with you, I didn't buy it expecting it to be a hit. I just thought it'd be funny. Yeah, what does that taste like? I'm still drinking it. Yep, you are. Ugh. Oh, man, I might vomit. Yeah, that was gross, dude. You need to wash it down with the hams. Yeah, what do I, I gotta go rinse these cups out. Yeah. Yeah, just dump it out. And we'll, <laughs> do you want, do you want some of this one, Jeff? You want to try it? Yeah, okay. <laughs> I knew that was going to be bad. <laughs> I want the record to show I almost finished my portion of that beer. Mm. Out of respect for the brew, but here, let me get you barf. Let's Never you. again. This this should be better. A little palate cleanser. All right. This is a, a Natch lager from uh, Hamplon Brewing. I haven't had any of their beers, but I've heard good things. Natch? Yeah. Is that I've been to whose mascot? Whose mascot is that? Isn't Natch like uh isn't he like Grizz's arch enemy or something? This appears just to be like a regular old lager, so it says it's short for uh, Natchez. So Natch was the first professional bear mascot in Memphis from nineteen oh five. What? Uh nineteen oh four Colonel Robert Galloway started raising funds to shelter the bear who had been chained to a tree in Overton Park. 
Um, he was the mascot of the Memphis Turtles baseball team. Oh. They didn't, they couldn't find a turtle? Who was being kept chained to a tree in Overton Park. There you go. That's like right when Overton Park, I think, was founded. Early 1900s. Uh, Galloway used his own money supplemented by the Parks Commission to form the zoo in 1906 and house Natch along with several other abandoned wild animals. Memphis Zoo is now consistently named one of the best zoos in the country. Hmm. Rest in power, Natch. It all began in 1906. Well, this beer's for you, Natch. All right. So they're kind of unofficially using that mascot, right? Yeah, I guess so. That's good beer. Oh, what are you are you drinking any beer tonight? It tastes like a beer. I just drank a um this uh IPA from Fair State, which is a brewery in Minneapolis. And their production brewery is actually in St. Paul. It was it was good. Very I guess good. I need to get another beer, do don't I? If you want to. It's uh, kind of a crazy mosaic can. Yeah, you can see it. Yeah, yeah. It's got it's shapes uh shapes on there. So it's like you know when you fly over farm country. That's what it, that's what it's supposed to look like. Yeah, Bo. Last time you were in town, you went to the uh, Hampline, right? Yes. Oh, is that what the? Oh, okay, that's what the circles are for. Yeah. So this is like art and agriculture. Oh. That's a. Uh, this is this beer is to celebrate the connection between farmer and brewer. It's interesting. That's a sticker on there, isn't it? Yeah, it's just one of those stickers. Yeah. <laughs> lack of commitment to the label what were we talking about uh we were talking about the uh indian guy that's taken over for the Timberwolves. <laughs> i think it matters and what's one part about the the Timberwolves thing is obviously complicated and there's many layers to it gupta is the guy that invented the trade machine Mm. so gupta invented the trade machine mm-hmm. and that's what that's the one reference point that we can give him but he's one of those analytics holland like not hollinger but moray type he's well they were like colleagues at espn right I thought hollinger and gupta knew each other i think so i'm just I mean, gonna go with yes. if he invented the trade machine he sold that shit when I worked at um, Starbucks, they used to always tell us, like, if you have any good ideas, let us know what your good ideas are. And uh, they were like, the guy that invented the Frappuccino sold the recipe to Starbucks for like $50,000. <laughs> I'm like, I don't want to be here. I don't care. Yeah, he did work at ESPN. Yeah, he did. So anyway, he wanted to go work for the Rockets. Gupta did. Uh-huh. Well, he was working for the Timberwolves. He wanted to go do the same job for the Rockets for more money, but right. Rosas wouldn't let him go because leading up to the draft, and he felt like the Rockets were a competitor, and Gupta knew knew them inside and out. Blocked it, and so and he blocked it. Yes, which I think is somewhat reasonable. I agree. In a competitive league, mm-hmm. but things got worse between, according to I think. Krasinski said this that things got worse between Rosas and Gupta, and then Rosas just banished him from the team facilities. So they were paying him to do nothing. Mm. But people seem to like 
Gupta and think yeah. he's a capable GM. So he's the interim GM, and we'll see. Yeah, he's he's not. Maybe he's less of a dickhead if a dickhead at all. So probably a good thing. Yeah, I'm. I think it's awesome, but I buy into shit. So who knows? He could be the next. You know, I thought Chris Wallace was awesome for for a time. I mean, we all like David Fisdale had everybody fooled. So this shit have fucking except happens. Mark Gasol. <laughs> <laughs> this shit fucking happens. Which, which that Mark Gasol when Mark Gasol did not like David Fisdale, I, I was like, oh wait, what? <laughs> Any, well, well, let's move on a little bit with the news. Anything else? Well, Michael Porter Jr. got that big contract extension with Denver, mm-hmm. like 172 million to max deal. And there's a super max clause in it. There's only like a handful of teams with three max players. And it's like the Lakers, the Nets, maybe somebody else. And then it'll be Denver in like a year or whatever, next year or whatever. Whenever it kicks in, yeah. Yeah. And Aaron Gordon also got an extension with the Nuggets. Who? Aaron Gordon. Oh, that's right. Yeah, they're going all in. Yeah. And then John Wall is at this point staying in Houston, but agreeing like they've he's not going to play. Mm. What terribly disappointing super team are they going to create with John Wall? Where's he going to go? Well, you got to swap. It's like a, it's just you got to swap a shitty contract for a shitty contract. John Wall is not giving up the forty-eight million dollar player option he has next year. Nah, I wouldn't assume so. So Kevin Love. Mm for john wall for something else i don't know ben simmons yeah that would be an interesting one i guess if philly gets desperate that's there what would houston do with ben simmons there's no way moray is making a trade with with houston (laughs) yeah (laughs) he might he might trying to think john wall john wall there's nothing Mm mm-mm there's really nothing. His contract's too big and he's too sketchy. I'm trying to think of like uh who's the next Phoenix or who's the team like Utah where they can just plug in like a veteran point guard and roll. Maybe Minnesota will take him. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he's a Gupta guy. Yeah, it's a tough one. If it was easy, it would already be done. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Maybe somebody gets hurt early in the season and a deal gets made. A desperation move. Like, shit. <laughs> and to be fair, John Wall is no Chris Paul. That's why I think if he was like to get thrown on a team that was like a good team, trying to make a super team, it would just be disappointing. Well, I mean, all these teams have good point guards except Philly. There's definitely a high... <laughs> No, Tyrese Maxey's a yeah. player, man. You can't convince me otherwise. But there's definitely like a huge influx of guards in the fucking league right now. So many point guards, even shooting guards, but point guards especially. It seems like every team's got two, at least two really good point guards, as it is, yeah. which is pretty wild. I got no answer for John Wall right now. There, there is none. Mm, I don't see it. Like you said, if there was one, it'd be done. All right. Maybe Dallas gets in the mix. Maybe they get desperate. They come out and they're not winning games. 
They got to fucking change it up. I don't know. I don't know how John Wall fits on any fucking team that already has a point guard. He's not even like a particularly good three-point shooter, is he? Uh-uh. No. You can't even like just run him at the two. Not that he would even accept that. You could trade. Yeah, you could do John Wall for Porzingis. Right. That's what I was thinking. But you'd still have to throw a Dwight Powell in there or something. Well, then they'd have no centers. Oh, well, Maxi Kleba. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the contract is ridiculous. Bench Kleba. Yeah, I just don't. I, with Wall, I don't know because it, so much of his game was predicated do have, on his athleticism and mm-hmm. yeah. and he's had injuries. So, you know, I mean, I'm, I'm not saying that he'll never have he'll never have good games again, but. Will he have a season full of good games? I don't. I'm not buying. Yeah. Well, don't want to waste too much time on it. JJ Redick retired. Full time podcaster. Good for him. Zion killed his career. <laughs> Ruined it. Went out. I guess he just uh, he just gave up. I think I made a lot of money. He could still play. I don't think he was happy with the dip. I mean, he wasn't happy with the trade in New Orleans, I don't think, and maybe he just is tired of like the uncertainty. You know, just fucking over it. He's like, dude, I don't, don't want to get, I don't want to get traded like two or three more times in my he's, career. He's fucking our age. He's pushing forty. Fuck it. He's thirty-seven. Yeah. He's born June of nineteen eighty-four. I mean, that's pretty old, man. He's old um, for the NBA. You know? Yeah, yeah. He probably could have played another year, but he probably wanted to pick it. And Brooklyn was like, yeah, not, not hmm. dog. The Dallas thing didn't go over well. He made $117 million in his playing career. Mm-hmm. His best years were probably those Philly years. Clippers years. Clippers years were probably his best years. He's a good man. $117 million. Shit. Yeah, he, his highest point per game was age 34 season with Philly at 18. 34. How close was he when he was 27? Not even. 11 points. What team was that? Orlando. And um, then he went to Milwaukee. Yeah. And then the Clippers. All right. Well, rest in peace, JJ Reddick. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Bo. Yes. Why can't Norm McDonald dance? Yeah. I was waiting for that one. Because <laughs> he's dead. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> There's a have you I'm sure you've seen it, but there's that YouTube clip of Norm MacDonald. It's thirty minutes of him doing OJ jokes on weekend update. Mm-hmm. Oh, I've been watching tons of Norm yeah. MacDonald clips on YouTube all week. Yeah. Murder's finally legal in California. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I got like fifteen minutes into it. I guess I need to finish it off, huh? <laughs> there's some good jokes. He killed it. With the OJ jokes, he's—I mean, you think it'd be—he's one of those of that generation of comics that they could just kind of say, they could say anything. That shit know? got him fired from SNL. Yeah, the OJ jokes. Yeah, it like came down. It was like you got to take it easy on OJ. He's—he <laughs> was like still in trial. <laughs> he was still on trial. He, he, OJ should have taken it easy on his wife and that waiter. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Well, apparently he had like really bad gambling addiction. Yeah, he definitely did. Oh, cool. I printed off our mock draft resort results in this old mm. blank sheets of paper. I don't know what the fuck that's all about. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, he said. I, I heard a story. I, I forget if Norm. I think Norm might have told it. He was on Howard Stern or something, and he said he was just on a bad streak of gambling, just losing. He he went he went totally fucking broke at one mm. point and like had to make a comeback, but he was down to like his last sixty thousand dollars or something, and he, uh, I think it was sixty thousand dollars. He threw that shit in the water, like he just got <laughs> rid of it. He's like, if I don't have the money, then I'm done. I'm out. <laughs> I can't take it anymore. Yeah. He just like threw the fucking money in the water. Now that number may be embellished. It's possible I have it wrong, but. He, I mean, Norm Macdonald wasn't known for like always telling the truth, but he, uh, he said he just wanted to be done with it. Like if he had no money, then he couldn't gamble anymore. Hmm. Threw that shit in the water. That's how bad he got. Ugh. I guess that's the thing. You just keep gambling until you don't have any money left. <laughs> if you don't have control. Speaking of which, I'm gonna win some money on these Cowboys. Three points spread my ass. <laughs> they were favored by three. They're up 14 to 41 right now. About four minutes left in the fourth. Giddy up. Don't get too confident, man. Winning money. There was a point after the first quarter of that Tigers game where I said something like, trap game my ass. <laughs> There's three minutes left in this game. <laughs> yeah, this one's over. <laughs> Bo, do you have any other news? or TJ Warren, we didn't talk about him two weeks ago. The stress fracture's not healing as they'd like, Ooh. which is a bummer for Indiana because he's good. And then you want to see that. I want to see that. At least I do I want to see the Indiana team healthy. I want to see every team healthy, obviously, but I'm intrigued by Indiana yeah, I mean, with, um, that with Rick court. Carlisle in the front court. Yeah. It's a good yeah. squad. It's a good team. It'd be a shame to have all this salary wrapped into a, uh, Injured player for two consecutive years. Good player, man. Yeah. Arguably the best player. Well, best wing, easily. Mm-hmm. But Karras is good. Yeah, they might they might have enough pieces to still be a playoff team. I think so. Sabonis, come on. Now that the Wizards aren't going to be a playoff team, it's possible. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that, Jeff? Because they... They traded away their best player. <laughs> Let's get off the news. Let's move it on. Let's keep it going here. Earlier this week, we got together for a fantasy basketball mock draft. And it's our first mock draft we've recorded. I guess we're calling this Off the Deep End Fantasy. Oh, yeah? For lack of a better segment name. And here that is. This is our... 2021 22 fantasy mock draft who's in the mock it's brian Bo, myself and evan whoop, whoop. <laughs> we're all zooming for this it's wednesday night september 22nd 2021 so it's uh we got four weeks till the season starts our real draft will be october 12th i guess that's about three weeks how many teams are in our mock? We did 12, right? 12. Yeah. All right. There's 10 roster <clears throat> spots. It's all standard stuff on yahoo.com. There's 13 actual picks. You got three bench. We got 30 seconds till we start. 
until the draft opens, and then you have like another cool two minutes or something. I think. Oh, there's a Minnesota guy in the 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 draft. We should ask him what he thinks about Gerson Rosas. <laughs> I don't know if you can chat in here in a mox. It does. Um, it does say in Yahoo this year that they are going to have you can have a video chat option during your real draft. Mm-hmm. So I'm just going to have my wiener out the whole time. <laughs> Psych him out. Yeah. <laughs> really throw him off. <laughs> I think even though we do a salary, I guess auction style uh, draft, I think we can take something away from a mock draft as well. I think uh, what we can take away is, you know, where a player is valued, high or low, early in the draft or late. I think that's something we can take away, even though we do salary. Evan, I think, is just loading up his queue right now. That's right. <laughs> do you start at the top or the bottom when you uh, of the uh, rankings when you load up your queue? Oh, I'm just, <clears throat> I'm just winging it. I'm looking all over here. Yeah, yeah, you're just sporadically adding players. He's just yeah. he's just putting Grizzlies in his queue. <laughs> yeah, all all Grizz, second wing, former Grizz. I've got <laughs> a, looking, I've got. I was looking for Rudy Gay right now. So yeah, it's a reverse psychology kind of strategy. Lucky for Bo, Carl Anthony Towns is right there on the first page. That's yeah. right. So you have no problem. You know exactly who to go for. With the uh, what do you have? You have Bo as the tenth pick. You could you could get Cat there. That'd be nice. Evan's got the two pick. I know who I would take. Paul George. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, Michael Porter Jr. is really high on this. What the hell? Did they get rid of Paul Millsap? I think they cleared some room for him. I think he signed with the Brooklyn. All stars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think Port, uh, Denver's got room for Porter Jr. this year. More minutes, anyway. Well, also Jamal Murray is hurt. So, how much time? It's go time. Go time. Oh, Evans getting Giannis. So Jokic went first. No surprise. I'm taking Doncic. Oh, how much would you spend for Jokic or Doncic? Like in a salary, 80 bucks at least. Yeah, is that your cap? Oh, Towns top five is Jokic, Doncic, uh, Giannis. Well, that guy with the Minnesota Vikings, um, logo took Towns. He's a homer, number six. Steph Curry went four, Harden six, Lillard seven. A lot of guards. Is that me, Jeff? You're up. Shit. Once again, I find myself not ready. Oh, Sabonis, huh? Triple double, big man. Ooh. Sabonis hits the Hausman Prime Zone. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. Uh, I think he's going to be twenty six this season. All right. So do I take Joel Embiid? Durant hmm. went ninth to Brian. It's a good pick. If he if he goes up a little bit, if he can be healthy, it's perfect. Yeah, he's definitely a top yeah. tier player. 
What's uh, what's Kyrie's injury? Is it he's coming back early though, isn't he? I would look it up. Dang, it's already it's some, there's gonna be some uh, some minutes cannibalized there. Oh, Bo, you got Tatum. Nice. That was pretty easy. I'm thinking Roto World might be the best place to get player news on injuries and things like that. Yeah. Jeff, you're yep. up. Oh, I was looking up uh, <clears throat> news. Okay. Players, 30 seconds. No. Oh. What Congratulations. I got, <laughs> I got, you got Vooch. All right, that's fine. And if I auto-draft these early rounds, I don't really care. On a That's part of my strategy is to get you to look up injuries so you <laughs> auto-draft. Yeah, I'm trying to find the best place. Uh, probably should have already done this. What's the best place to get player injury news? Whatever Roto World is now, NBC Sports is a good free one. Well, they have news, but it's not just like straight-up injury stuff. Uh, LeBron went 22nd. Kyrie right now has ankle progressing well in his recovery, expected to be back full strength for the start of the training camp. So there you go, Kyrie. Mm. I guess I should get a cue going. <laughs> yeah, you got to cue it. Just in case, but I don't know. Can this just be my team this year? I already like this. Well, no, this is 12 teams. We're <laughs> doing 20 teams. <laughs> Yeah, I, th- I thought something looked weird. But it will give you a barometer of what tier players are going in. If you break up like every 20 to 30 players into tiers, you can come up with like a kind of a, a strategy for how much each player is worth or where they're going yeah. in drafts. Yeah. I think, it's, I think it's weird that LeBron went so late, though, still. Yeah, I just don't think people believe that he's going to play in a lot of games especially at the yeah. end of the season yeah that's what i would think i would think westbrook will play in 82 games and lebron will play in like six. i forgot about westbrook yeah and then you got ad too so i think i've yeah, got two gonna be, hmm? your team's gonna be ridiculous this year yeah probably it's my turn i don't to know if they'll win but yeah they'll win a lot of games They'll be in the playoffs. Come on. Um, I'm kind of stuck here. I'm going to reach for one. Who? I like young guys that are going to play a lot of games and put up a lot of numbers. Not too young. You know, De'Aaron Fox has been in the league for a while. He's probably a really good candidate for uh, fantasy basketball this year. Wouldn't you Uh, think? I'm going Christian Wood here. What round are we in? Three. Yeah, we're gonna be done. Yeah, with damn this. it, we're gonna be done with this in twenty minutes. Michael Porter. That's not what I meant to do. I was pushing the wrong button. <laughs> Let's see here. I'm gonna take Shagil just Alexander, Alexandria. This is round three on twelve teams. I'm probably gonna take Shay, just for the upside. Though Brian did say Christian Wood, so maybe I can get him on the flip. Yeah, I just think that he's he's like the he's the only player on that Houston team. So I see him putting up big numbers. They got Jaron rigged in front of Ja. What? Miles Turner stands out to me with an injury. Um, he said Monday that he's progressing well in his recovery from a sprained right foot. He says I'm doing great. 
I'm finally starting to do more basketball activity now. He may just miss training camp. I don't know. Is he a November guy? Maybe not sure. It's not clear. Now I'm about the draft and Jalen Brown's on the board. You think he's going to average 25 points a game this year? Yes. So I could take him Christian Woods off the board. I think he's got the most upside. I mean, obviously, Jaron Jackson, John Moran are on the board, but I'm not. I mean, I would, I would have taken Jalen Brown right there for sure. Yeah, I think so too. If you just look at, you know, you could take Chris Paul, Drew Holiday, mm-hmm. Pascal Siakam, and he's out until mid November. Mm-hmm. And then OG, where is he even ranked on? Yeah, like I feel like that's a reach for OG. And even if Jalen doesn't average 25 points, he's still going to mm-hmm. get you some good games. And I have Tatum on my team. So I feel like pairing the pairing them is not not the worst thing. Get those draft sounds out of here. <laughs> I like to get bigs early. I feel like they're harder to come by late in the draft. They are. I hate Yahoo's default that they have two centers. I think that's so silly. This oh. is not the 1990s. Yeah, our league does not have two centers, just one. But yeah, that that default is goofy. So I don't know if this for, for me I mentioned last in last episode that a, a draft or mock drafts kind of help helps me wrap my head around rotations and players in the league and mm-hmm. this is really how I try to figure things out. So right now we're in round four. I feel like five is a good spot to start looking at a, a the a name that sticks out to me is like a John Collins. A Tyrese Halliburton, John Morant, these younger, a lot of minute, heavy minute guys that are going to put up numbers. Is there somebody that you would reach for at this spot in the draft? Would you go down and pull pull somebody up? Yeah, I think I start going down once it hits around mid midway through. Yeah, because you want you want to start I, targeting like r- players you want, right? Yeah, and looking for players that have potential that aren't ranked where they should be right right what are some players that you're looking at i was looking at anthony edwards who's down here but Mm -hmm. i mean they got cj mccollum real low too they do i don't know if that's because they think he's going to get traded or if he's Uh just getting he's just getting drafted never mind he got drafted well there he goes so somebody reached so somebody reached for cj that gives you a hint there you know yeah yeah i took anthony edwards yeah, that's probably a good pick. Assuming he's going to get the ball a lot. Yeah. He's going to get plenty of shots. Maybe he'll do some things on defense. I don't know. Did you see Jalen Green said he's a, he has to get rookie of the year since he wasn't taken first overall. <laughs> he's on a mission. He's going to get a lot of opportunity in Houston. He is going to get some run. What? Is he play, he's playing for Houston? Yeah, he's drafted number two. Don't know what his percentages are going to look like. He looks like he's a good free throw shooter. Obviously, his field goal percentage is going to be shit. Probably. Or likely to be shit. It's not going to be. Jacking him up, right? You would think high high volume. Evan Evan goes for the homer. Ja. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Percentages would be the only red flag. I think Jaron ja- Hausman's not going to take Jaron Jackson, <laughs> but Brian will. 
Mm, I'm probably not because I already took Sabonis, Miles Turner, and Vucevic. So my front court's pretty fucking solid. I wouldn't mess with a Jaron Jackson who misses games, <laughs> plays wild. I got a pick coming up. I'm looking down. I'm looking at Cade Cunningham. Could be interesting. He could get a lot of times. I'm not sure. It's hard to say with the rookies. Usually I don't touch them. Devontae Graham's interesting at this spot. Here we are in the fifth round. Kyle Lowry still out there. Is he going to be effective in Miami? What is he, like 36? Yeah, I worry about his durability, or at least his them their willingness to play him minutes. But he's going to get. I mean, he's got signed a, con- a contract extension with them, didn't he? So I mean, they're going to have to p- play him and integrate him into their system. So he's he'll get some run, get some days off. Even I could go for a wing guy. Yeah, there he is, Mikel Bridges, old faithful. It's a good wing player in the fifth round. Brian, where are you at? Oh, you took Halliburton. Yep. Betting on a big <laughs> year from him. And I needed, a, I needed a shooting guard spot. So uh, it's kind of tough, you know, loading your queue and trying to do this draft and thinking of stuff to say. It's quite fast. So that's why I've been quiet. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> these picks are going. You get 30 seconds to pick, you know? Yeah. It's so fast. The queue. It's definitely important right now. Yeah, it takes. It's giving you thirty seconds, but people are picking immediately. So, mm-hmm. Siakam, I'm probably not going to mess with him after a bad season, and then he's got injury on top of that. Or right, I'm out of time. Shit, it's not who I wanted to take, but I was just like totally out of time. D'Angelo Russell. I, I said I need rebounding and blocks, so I take D'Angelo Russell. I mean, if you're taking a center, are you taking Chris Boucher or Time Lord right now? I know. I looked at Time Lord, and I was like, I can't. I guess you could take Draymond Green, but damn. I'm going Chris Boucher. Robert Williams is pretty high there. Yeah, I thought so, too. I mean, he finished this season pretty well after they got rid of uh, Dice or whatever, but seems high. Yeah, I, I, like, uh, I like Time Lord, but I don't know why, but I went for – I went for Chris Boucher there. Boucher. At this point in the draft, so we're about halfway through, right? Give or take. Something like that. At this point, I'm yeah. going at this point I'm going through all of the players and I'm looking I'm seeking out players that I really like. Guys like RJ Barrett, Laurie Markinen in Cleveland, Keldon Johnson. I'm looking for guys that are gonna be instrumental on their teams. Kawhi Leonard's way down here. It's possible he plays. He's not playing. Larry Nance Jr. I'm I'm looking for guys that could have impact, and I'm just queuing up at this point, halfway through. So I want to round out my team. With I don't want to get stuck with anything like a Reggie Jackson or a Nerlens Noel. Like I don't want that. I'm looking to target players at this point. Like halfway through a draft, I'm looking to target guys. Is anybody else following that kind of mindset? Yeah, I just took Drummond because I'm an idiot. Well, I knew you would take him. <laughs> Drummond. Yeah. I mean, he, he's so he gonna can, 
He'll get 25 minutes, 30 minutes a game. He should. He's playing, he's playing in Philly now? I didn't even know that. <laughs> he should get minutes. I'm not messing with DiVincenzo or Grayson Allen. No. On the Bucks. Not messing with that. What about Jonathan Isaac? Nope. I want dependable players. <laughs> Ricky Rubio is a weird one in Cleveland. I don't know what's going to happen there. Just nothing. Stay, I wouldn't. I wouldn't just, touch him. Just stay away from it. Kobe White appears to be hoping to return in full mid-November. So if you can get him late enough, that's worth a stash on your IR if you have one. Kevin Love, no way. We're showing like no. Yeah, there are like no bigs left. Right. I think it's important to get bigs early. There are some, but they're not going to be impactful. Maybe 20 minutes a game from some of these late bigs. Yeah, at this point, my team is punting rebounds. Who's taking Justice Winslow? (laughs) Is that guy going to play? I don't know. They got him listed at power forward only, which is weird. Good luck with that. (laughs) (laughs) Ah, Jalen Green. Snag them. Taking a swing on Mitchell Robinson coming back healthy this year. At this point, I'm just looking through players and my auto draft is picking. It's going too fast for me to be able to do picks. <laughs> picks and talk. Yeah, and think. So I'm just kind of going through and getting my cue ready. But I feel like it'll be good representation of the players that I would have picked. What are the main factors that you guys think about when you're looking at a player to pick, like in the middle of the draft? Uh, minutes played and health. <laughs> yeah, health. Yeah, you want reliable guys, huh? Yeah, I would say minutes and what my team needs are, mm-hmm. and then maybe some upside swings because you're going to end up dropping half these guys in these late rounds anyway. You know, I see a late one, and I shouldn't say it because we're all in the same – draft but i'm going to for the sake of the podcast i see a late one that has a lot of potential for the san antonio spurs doug mcdermott way down mcbuckets yeah this is stupid that mike conley's still on the board in the eighth round i'm taking yeah i kind of overlooked conley to be honest he's ranked right above Devonte graham i took kevin porter jr over conley but you never know, Conley might come up limp on a hamstring. Yeah, he's getting up there with age. Oh, man. What's interesting is to look at the Yahoo own percentage at this point in the draft. Mm-hmm. That kind of tells you, like Kawhi Leonard's on 94% of leagues. Clay Thompson's at 90%. Kimba's at 85%, which is silly. It's just auto picks. Conley's 85%. So, that, like like you said, like that's a good one. Bogdan Bogdanovich. Mm-hmm. Kevin Porter, Jordan Clarkson, Evan Mobley, Brooke Lopez. Robin Lopez. Dylan Brooks is still on the board. Yeah. Wiggins, Wiggins still out there. Oh, Wiggins just somebody just took Wiggins. I wonder how many minutes Taylor Horton Tucker will get for the Lakers this year. His average draft position is one thirty eight. He could get a lot of run during the regular season when the old guys are all Resting. Shit. <laughs> That's okay. a good point. He could be like a main pinch guy. 
What do you guys think about Al Horford as like a last pick? Think he'll be good to own or just frustrating? I think he's going to miss a lot of games. Rest. I could be wrong. Maybe he tries to lead by example. I don't know. I don't, I don't know, man. Boston, they're going to be trying to win games. What do you think, Bo? I think he's going to play probably at least 25 plus minutes and get you a steal and a block and seven, eight rebounds and wow, close to 10 points. Okay. He's just a smart player and coaches like to play guys that are smart. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's not like there's, there's videos of him and James Harden hitting the town every night. You know, he seems like he's a pretty mellow guy. We'll probably stay pretty healthy, take some rest games and not play in back to backs, but I think he'll be out there, play seventy plus games. Seventy games. The okay. reasonable target. Okay. Like a late sleeper pick then, yeah. I would that it's possible. Um did he go guy already? That, I don't think he did. No. I don't uh, it's been going so fast, honestly. I I, I wouldn't know. <laughs> I'm trying to keep up. We're in round nine of thirteen. And Evan, what are you looking at as best available here? Brian's guy Suggs is out there. I don't know. The last two picks <clears throat> caught me off guard, so I just I had to scramble. <laughs> I'm I'm looking at like uh, I'm looking at Dylan Brooks. Uh-huh. Joe Harris, uh, maybe not Joe Harris. Joe Ingles, you were thinking. <laughs> there it is. That's the right Joe. <laughs> I'm just looking for some some shooters. I got a bunch of point guards and power forwards. Okay, DeAnthony Melton's out there. That's a good late pick. I think he's gonna. You would think he's gonna get some minutes. James Wiseman's out there. Uh, let's see. What's his information? Still recovering from surgery. Limited participant at camp. Not expected to begin full jumping until October 15th. He could be like a next year guy, depending on what they do with him. He could be a, like a January player. Who knows? We're not very clear with that. I don't have information on that. And, who knows what they do with a young player on bringing him back. I would just stay away. Unless you get him late and you can put him on an IR, I guess. He could have value, but at this stage in his career, he's not worth holding in your IR, I don't think, coming off of an injury. Does anybody know anything about his injury? They put out a statement saying that meniscus, like maybe early December. Okay. And then, yeah, I think the statement actually said, uh, like, I'm coming back sooner than Jaron Jackson Jr. did. (laughs) (laughs) He's going to beat it. I I think that was in type. Yeah. Six months. (laughs) We're getting into a little bit of the uh, late picks here. Bo, would you draft James Wiseman or leave him on waivers? I, I would probably avoid him. Just stay but clear of that whole mess. Probably. I don't, I wouldn't, I don't, I try typically not to start off the season with injured players at all. Again, okay, you're going to get injuries anyway. Why start yourself in the hole? Unless you think that they're just going to come back and be amazing. I don't know if I have that much confidence in 
Wiseman coming off of an injury and just being awesome after not playing all off season. I just don't like it. There's too many other good options. Like Desmond Bain. Mm-hmm. Did he just go? No, I just Oh. Took Brooks, Dylan. Brooks went. Oh, Evan got Dylan. Went John Wall, Dylan, DeAndre Hunter. So that's kind of where Dylan sits with uh, Kelly Olenix and Joe Ingles. <laughs> Interesting. I don't like being stuck with too many players on the same team. So if I had to pick between Melton or Bain. Second Bain. I like Melton just because I think Melton is really good. Yeah. Melton probably gets more minutes. I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, there's a chance that Jenkins goes all in on on Bain, right? Yeah, because that's his shooter. He, he clearly values shooter <laughs> shooters. One guy that I'm oh, hold on, I'm picking now. All my guys are gone. <laughs> <laughs> I think Cameron Payne could bring real value this season. In Phoenix. Oh, fuck. I don't even know who Nick Claxton is. Auto draft. It's going fast. So if Chris Paul's like missing games or taking rest games, which he may or may not do, I don't know. But those would be big Cameron Payne minutes. And I think he'll get enough reserve minutes at 20, 20, probably 25 minutes a game, if not more, to have value. Cameron Payne could be, could be a sleeper pick I'd rather have Cameron Payne than something like a Michael Carter Williams or oh Josh Giddy or an Josh Am- G- Giddy up or an Anthony Simmons <laughs> I'd rather have campaign than I think he's probably in a, like a shake Milton position backup that has value so I just took Royce O'Neal when I already have Joe Angles so I have two guys that play the same position on the same team. Yeah, that's a jam I don't like. Brilliant. <laughs> I've, got, I've got you guys right where I want you now. Well, one guy that um, is not going to get drafted, but I'm Who's interested in is Leandro Balmoro, the, the guy that the Timberwolves signed. Though he was Rosas' guy, so... Hmm. I'm sure they're going to cut him now. We're in the last round uh, coming up here. So get your last pick ready. Just about to finish round 12. I like Blake Griffin and at this point because he could come out and play some decent minutes and be super efficient. And then if you have to cut him, it doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, but there's other guys that are out there like Dort for OKC. Yeah, this draft He's is a really guy shallow. That has upside. Yeah, Dort. Yeah, this draft is really shallow. There's yes. a lot of really good names still on the board. I'm seeing like Emmanuel quickly, Cole Anthony. There's a lot of really good pickups still available with a round to go. So, and Doug McDermott, Shake Milton, they probably won't even get drafted. Campaign probably won't even get drafted in this draft. It's very shallow. Terrence Mann, great player, probably won't even. I mean, Terrence Mann could get real minutes with Kawhi out, and he is 
way down on the list. What's uh, Jamal? Anybody know Jamal Murray's injury? He tore his ACL in, in the playoffs, wasn't it? Wasn't the playoffs? No good. Or maybe it wasn't the playoffs. I can't remember. Jamal Murray, he's light running. It's progressed to shooting and light running. Who knows how long they hold him out? I don't have real information. Out indefinitely. Seven to nine months typically for recovery. Porter Jr. said, we're going to be without Jamal Murray for a lot of this season, so I'm going to be looked to as more of a leader of that team. Oh, I'm not looking good in the uh, projected stats standings. <laughs> Last round, who are you going to get? Who do you want? Daniel Tice. He got a contract extension, didn't he? There's so many good players still available. Xavier Tillman, man. Yep. There's that's a lot a of them. That's a flyer pick, actually. That's not a bad one. You don't know. Well, I don't think he's going to outplay Adams. He might still get some. It's like I would take Adams at this point. I've put myself in a position where I can take any position. So uh, it doesn't matter who I take. I'm taking Terrence Mann. Oh, I'm surprised you didn't take quickly. Yeah, it was quickly Shake Milton, Terrence Mann, Kendrick Nunn, nah, uh, Cole Anthony. It's it didn't matter. Cameron Payne. Those were my guys in my queue. Late at the end of this, those are my late targets sleepers. You're welcome. This went really fast. So we do a auction style draft. Do you guys have a strategy on how you nominate players? Yeah, so I will nominate, say, we know there's a Knicks fan in the room or something. You know, like I, I know someone is like biased towards a certain player or team. I will nominate a player from that team that I don't want. Right. What if you get so stuck like, with them, though? Well, you nominate them for a dollar. So, like, let's say, like, you nominate RJ Barrett in the first round, something like that. And you know, there's like two Knicks fans in your, in your league. And, you'll happily take RJ Barrett for a dollar, but you'd love to see him go for 30 bucks, 20 bucks when he should be going for 10. Mm. So I, I try to play the room a little bit and mm. especially early on, try to get people to overpay for their guys. I understand that logic. I try to get the big names nominated early. So people spend their money. Yeah, like Kevin Durant last year, I put him out there because mm -hmm. you didn't know how he was going to come back. And I took him. <laughs> uh, yeah i just uh, i just never nominate anybody that i that i want mm, interesting not early anyway yeah yeah i think it kind of later on when somebody flips. spent their money fine but yeah, yeah. Er early i try to i try to i mean i'll just nominate bullshit players sometimes yeah i want to get the big names i want to get the money moving early get people stuck in a position where they don't feel comfortable spending money because they already spent a lot. I like to do that. Uh, like LeBron is like the perfect candidate to get out early this year. People, somebody's going to spend a bunch of money on him. And uh, he may not have a, like a whole lot of value over the course of the season. I think it changes throughout the course of the draft. Later in the draft, I think it's, I think you should nominate players you want. You don't want to nominate a player late in the draft and then get stuck with them, thus wasting a roster spot. 
even if it is a dollar. Uh, Evan, do you have any strategies there? I usually try to do the same thing, but I always end up like uh, at some point nominating somebody that I, I don't want anybody else to have and then just bidding them up. <laughs> yeah. Because I'm an idiot. But Or, or I just end up like uh, I, I always want to wait and hold off and then I'll end up seeing somebody and I can't pass them up or something. Right. Or, or you, when you get stuck in the, one of those bidding wars and like I can't stop one upping. Mm-hmm. I find myself a lot of times not jumping the gun on a player that I want. Like I'm not going to reach for nominations for a player that I want. I want him to sit on that list as long as possible. Typically, you know what I mean? Cause I want them to go later when there's less money, when people have spent money, the later they can get nominated. It typically works out the best. I want them sitting on that list so I can get them for theoretically less money, less uh, people bidding against me. Maybe somebody, maybe the person that would have bid against me spent their money on somebody two picks before that. You know, I kind of let it unfold as like the draft happens. Every time I, I feel like every time I do a draft, I always end up with very light on big men mm. and heavy on point guards. And three-point shooters, like always, have bad field goal percentage. Always have a ton of uh, like a horrible lack of rebounds and blocks. So, like you said, try to. I maybe I should try to get the big bigs early. Yeah, I don't know if it works or not, but it seems like there's very limited amount of like super talented big men in the league that are trustworthy. Just seems that way to me. Let's see standings. Brian, I guess you did the best according to Yahoo's algorithm of projected stats at sixth well, place. Well, I mean, who can argue with uh, Yahoo? You got Westbrook, <laughs> Halliburton. You got a lot of guards early. That close damn thing. It's gone for me. Whoops. Brian, you left yourself with three centers. That's all right. But who are these people? Yeah. <laughs> Mitchell Robinson didn't even play last year. Is he going to play this year? You, you anticipate him being something? Yeah, if he come, he's supposed to come back healthy this year. Uh, so he's been in the weight room working out. The Knicks signed Noel. Yeah. So he has a little bit of competition at that spot. But mm-hmm. I mean, uh, I really just drafted that. Um, I, I'm planning on trying to draft him in our league just to piss Sean off, really. <laughs> <laughs> Sean is. Evan, yeah, he's all of our friend, but mainly Evan's friend. <laughs> he lives in New York. <laughs> he likes to get pissed off about fantasy basketball. Yeah, he gets really fired up. Yeah, real worked up. I love it. He's he's in like five leagues or something. It's ridiculous. I see Brian went with IQ as his last pick, Emmanuel Quickly. I love that. That rounds out your six point guards. <laughs> okay you're the highest ranked because you have uh you just have stat getters you got a lot of getters out there nothing stands out to me you got kd it's good westbrook yeah bo's team you yahoo says you'll finish last you're the worst says yeah 
standings. Chris Wallace, twelfth place. Nice. Um, <laughs> you got some players. Jalen Brown. He'll be good. You got two Boston guys. You got Jalen Brown and Tatum. That's just kind of how it fell. Yeah. I don't like having too many guys on one team. It's just two guys on one team. It happens. Well, when they have a three-game week, it can hurt. Yeah. I like to spread it out. Embiid, solid. Could be MVP. A good got team. Tillman. Yeah, Tillman, and I got that auto-draft guy from the Nets. I don't even know who Claxton. that guy is. Claxton, yeah, that's called about, I don't like Claxton. I don't even know who that guy is. Uh, that's probably holding you back in the standings. Let's see Evans team. What do I like? What do you, you got? Doncic, Donovan Mitchell, solid at the guard spots. Anthony Edwards, wing player. Julius Randle, great pick. Drummond, you're a little weak on the bigs. Yeah. Drummond and Gafford. Guard heavy. Yeah, very guard heavy. Something to think about probably for you. Come real draft. Yeah. My team, I don't really want to talk much about it. It's perfect. It's fine. <laughs> it's not really much to say. I'm well-rounded at every position. There's nobody Guys, on this team. let's look up just team real quick. There's nobody on this <laughs> team I wouldn't want. It's undefeatable. You got Steven Adams. Yeah, he's going to get perfect. some rebounds. Better. Aaron's not going to do it. <laughs> he's going to get a lot of rebounds. Yeah, talk shit on my team. I dare you to try. Who is who is going to be our our backup center? Tillman. Tillman. Yeah. Yes. Tillman. Tillman and Tilly. And Tilly. Unless they can swing a uh, trade, some of these guards they got on their roster for some bigs. A third string big would be probably pretty smart for the Grizzlies, wherever they can get. Maybe they can get that Jalen Smith from Phoenix. He seems like a perfect backup for Jaron. He's like a Jaron 2.0. Come on, I'm waiting for it. You got nothing? Can't can't talk shit on my team. I finished ninth out of 12 <laughs> in projected stats, which is nonsense. Yeah. I like your team. I, I was going to get Kuzma. I was going to snag Kuzma. You, you got him before me. Yeah, I got him really late. Could be good on Washington. That could be like a dollar situation in the auction draft. He's he's gonna play. People just don't like him and they've lost faith in him, but he's not in LA anymore. He's off the radar a yeah. little bit. He's gonna play. New coach. New system. I don't know, but Beal's gonna get a lot of shots. <laughs> yeah. All right, it's closing out. We're out of time. Anything else before we go? I don't think so. I think we'll have some fantasy talk every once in a while during the season. Yeah. I think going back, I would have, uh, I probably just would have let every pick auto draft just so I could be a little more involved, you know? Yeah, that's pretty much what I did. I set the queue and let it go. I got, I got really into <laughs> picking, picking your like, I, like, like I was actually going to have this team. <laughs> it's okay. I should. I feel like I, I maybe I should have done a mock draft for this mock draft. <laughs> <laughs> You're too emotionally invested. <laughs> <laughs> well, to be fair, this will probably be your only mock draft. So, you, yeah, I get it. 
That's nope. That's not fair. <laughs> that's not fair. I will do at least one more. Well, I appreciate you guys all joining for this mock draft. Yeah. Yeah, buddy. I'll talk to you guys later this week. All right, bye. <laughs> so, post mock draft. I don't know if you guys even thought about it at all. It came out as fast. How did it go for you guys? It was going so fast. It was very fast. It's like 30-second picks. Did you have any further thoughts on the mock draft? I tried to print it out tonight, but... I've got it right here. didn't work. I picked 10th, and I picked Joel Embiid over Trey Young, which was probably a mistake. Maybe not. What do I know? It's crazy. Fred Van Fleet went 14th overall. I'm not ready for him to be. I would like to see if that's common or if that was just uh, somebody. I can can tell you. Hold on. His name was Laid Man. Uh, He took uh, Rashawn Holmes in round three. So looks like Fred Van Fleet is on Yahoo. He's ranked at 19 and he's kind of going around 26. So the guy. Took him a little early, but not terribly early. Any other thoughts on the mock draft? What are you thinking? I don't really have any at all. I mean, I feel like I was halfway paying attention to what I was doing, and I came up with a terrific team. So this seems like it's going to be another great year for... Hausman's fantasy. Hausman's fantasy life. I know all the guys. I know all the right guys to get. Hmm. Oh, whether or not I can afford them come salary cap time, it's another whole other situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we just did a regular, mm-hmm. regular snake mock draft. We didn't do a, we didn't do an auction draft on this one. So, do you still call it auction draft? I think so. I call okay. it. They call it salary cap. Yeah. Oh, okay. Salary gotcha. cap's okay. probably more PC. Yeah, I was looking for the correct nomenclature. We will keep up in the future whenever. Somebody wants to talk about fantasy stuff, like let's, you know, just do it and we'll talk about it. There's some, I have some ideas of things we can do. I mean, to me, it's just like players that we're overlooking in general, you know, what are we not paying attention to that we probably should be? Who's in the rotation after the top six of each team and can be productive? Breakthrough players. Picking an interesting player off of each team, like one player. Who's the sixth man? Who's the seventh man? Who's the eighth man that's actually getting like 25 minutes a game? Because I feel like you need at least like 25 minutes a game to be productive in fantasy basketball. Bo, you're going to have to help me with this stuff. I'll do my best. I can't carry every aspect of this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You, You need to get a producer. I am the producer. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, we'll move on then. What about Bo's idea? Let's officially announce the new segment for this season. Will you stop calling it Bo's idea? (laughs) (laughs) It's Bo's idea. Well, it's like, but it's actually Brian's idea. (laughs) I was going through names in my head trying to think of what we're going to call it like um you know it's it's it it, what it is is it's we each pick a team to follow y'all 
told me what you were teams you were going to pick last week, last episode. I came up with my team, and I also have some ideas for what we're going to call the segment. So I was thinking like uh, terrible names like uh, teams in search for Jesus or teams that need to find Jesus, city spotlights, uh, keeping up with whatever we was going to say These after that. teams. Yeah, I, I really was hitting a wall. And then it came. I know what we're going to call this segment. We're going to call it Lowered Expectation Teams. So now we have a new segment. It's teams that don't have huge expectations. Bo went with the Timberwolves because he's already going to be looking at them, and they don't really have huge expectations. They weren't in the playoffs last year. We'll find out if the Timberwolves can be anything at all or if it's all just fool's gold in a conference that's already pretty fucking stacked in the West. Brian went with the Bulls. Bulls are an interesting team. Brian's a... I feel like you're kind of already pretty uh, accustomed to with what the Bulls are doing. Kind of. And, I mean, I don't know if they really fit the lowered expectations because I feel like they, you know, they made some moves this offseason. So. Missed the playoffs yeah. last year. Mm-hmm. So I think that counts. Sure. Yeah, they probably should make the playoffs, but what if they don't? I think, I mean. I mean, that's an angle. They clearly want to. That's a thing. Like, yeah. if they don't make it again. Yeah. Like, that's they kind of got all their ba- eggs in a basket right now. So I think it'll be interesting to see what you can come up with on the Bulls this year, following them from week to week. Mm-hmm. I'm good for a game a week. Yeah, like you can come on here and tell me one thing about the Bulls last week, and I'll be I'll be happy. Perfect. <laughs> Same to you, Bo. Now Bo needs two things every week. Um, okay. <laughs> it was his idea. Yeah. So yes, that, that's correct. <laughs> Uh, I was torn between Sacramento and San Antonio. They're both kind of like head-scratching teams. Like You don't know what the fuck is going on with them. The Spurs are caught between the youth movement and just being mediocre. The Spurs are unflashy. They're boring. They're leaking air. They need something. And then the man in the Ginobili news comes out that he's going back to the Spurs in a with a role. Uh, what what is it like to be coached by Manu Ginobili? I wish I could get more information on this, so I'm going to try to find that information. I'm going with the Spurs. I mean, there's no way they make the playoffs. <laughs> but if I can find out what it's like to be coached by Manu Ginobili, and I think that could be interesting, and keep up with the team. See what the fuck they're doing. That coaching situation is so weird. And it's just like, that's the interesting stuff. Like the players on the court aren't even that interesting to me. There's a couple that are interesting. But your, your boy, Keldon Johnson. Yeah, Keldon. I really like him a De- lot. DeJounte Murray. Keldon's going to be every week. I'm going to be like, well, did you see what Keldon did last yeah. week? <laughs> it's going to be that. And, and I want to watch what's going on with the Spurs coaching Curious what the future of the Spurs looks like. Curious to see what it's like to watch Tim Duncan and maybe Manu sitting on the bench mm-hmm. as coaches. 
Is Duncan back on the? I thought he was gone. I can't. Did he? Yeah, I feel like maybe he's gone. I'm. I have no clue. What's the news on Tim Duncan? Yeah, he stepped down as a Spurs assistant coach in November of 2020. Why? Why? Apparently, he was only going to coach with Pop for just a short time. Hmm. All right. Well, I won't get to see what I want. Big deal. Apparently, Popovich has said on multiple occasions that Duncan is, quote, too smart to devote himself entirely to the coaching profession. Hmm. What does that mean? It's just Pop. He's got, like, Duncan has other interests. Yeah, Pop's just got Duncan's back. Yeah. Duncan's not in. He's not into it as much as probably we had hoped. Well, and you could just, Duncan could just tell Pop, I'm just going to do this for a short period of time, and that's the end of it. Yeah. Then Pop could just say whatever, and people would be like, well, Pop said it. (laughs) Pop's word is gold. Maybe somebody went up to Tim Duncan and said, uh, Timmy, do you, do you want to call your dad? <laughs> do you want to call? Do you want to call pops and see what he thinks about this? He said, "I don't know." Do you want to call your dad? <laughs> but like with those big eyes, <laughs> those like, big- like when he gets called for a foul. <laughs> uh, do you want to call your pop? <laughs> <laughs> Tim, do you want to call your pop pop? <laughs> want to call pop pop do you want to call your pop pop <laughs> but it was no fucking idea what we're talking about because he still hasn't watched succession that's true i have not oh <laughs> i did yeah. start watching um mm-hmm. that third season or whatever of twin peaks mm. how's that going for you it's pretty good i i like it way more than kate does but she's watching it twin peaks that was out like when was that did that come? Is that a new show or is it a reboot? Third season it? came out to what two years ago? Oh. Twenty seventeen. Okay, like I feel like that shows back from like when my so called life and it's from the nineties. Yeah. place yeah. and all that shit was nineteen ninety. Yeah, uh, didn't it? Like it came on after moonlighting. I think <laughs> I, I definitely didn't watch it when it was on TV. I I remember my parent like the the original season. I think my parents tried to watch it and they were like, no. <laughs> Yeah, I watched that the I watched the first two seasons and then the movie Firewalk with yeah. me. And I was like, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I saw all those. We I tried to watch the um that third season and, and my wife stuck it out. She liked it a lot. Um and I usually like that kind of weird psychedelic. I mean I liked I like Twin Peaks, but I just couldn't stick it out. Like the episodes were really long. The season was long They're if I remember correctly. So long. Like, yeah. I got the the DVDs from the library and there's like seven discs. And they're like each episode's an hour long. Yeah. It's ridiculous, but I, I, I dig it. I mean, I it could be much shorter. Yeah, I think I need. I think I needed to watch it on my own. I was kind of just watching it when when my wife wanted to watch it, and I think I, I think I needed to watch it like on my own time. Well, back to the Spurs though. I did want to bring up Doug McDermott. Yeah, Jeff loves him. Big fan on the Spurs. Is he like twenty nine right now? Doesn't matter. Lonnie Walker, Doug McDermott, Thaddeus Young, Yaka Pertle, Keldon Johnson, Derek White, DeJounte Murray. Mm-hmm. That's your team, Jeff. Mm-hmm. And the Spurs need a, a heavy dose of Tyus Jones. Well, they have his little brother. They do have Trey. Trey, who lit it up in Summer League. Doug McDermott's 29. I think Doug McDermott's going to have a big role on that team. I could see. Uh, 
Doug McDermott and Manu Ginobili holding hands. <laughs> Singing Kumbaya with Pop. <laughs> Doug McDermott's one of the most efficient efficient players. He doesn't get a lot of run, but he's so efficient when he is playing. It's a former 11th overall draft pick. I think he's going to be good there in San Antonio. How, what are his minutes going to be? I don't know. Is he going to get 25 minutes a game? He got 24 minutes a game last year. And Andy doesn't mean shit. So what do, what do they need, Bo? Prime Duncan and Manu. Yeah. They, they need a lot. No, I'll get into it. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, okay. who's going to have a better record, the Spurs or the Timberwolves? Or the Bulls. Well, the Bulls will. Yeah, I'm going to take the Bulls. Yeah? Yeah. Me too. Yeah, would. <laughs> Are we drinking another beer? I just cracked one. Okay, I'll have another sure. one. Sure. Give me one, Jeff. I just gave you one. Mm. Try to keep up. Did we? Uh, did Bo announce his team? I was zoned out watching them. Remember, the he's just going to do the Timberwolves because it's yeah. easy. Yeah, because it's easy. <laughs> well, I'm already following them, so. Uh, yeah, I don't think well, I want. I don't want to do the Bulls anymore. Can I do the Grizzlies? <laughs> <laughs> no, they were in the playoffs. Yeah, but the Timberwolves are the ultimate shitty franchise. Yeah, I know. I don't think there's going to be anything you can tell me about the Timberwolves all year that I don't already know. Bo's going to, he's just going to do the Timberwolves. If this is like a recurring segment, he's just going to do the Timberwolves every year. It'd be like, if, <laughs> it'd be like if the Jets were on hard knocks every year. <laughs> you do you, Bo. It's fine. I don't care. I just, I want to, on record, I want to say I was, I was all for Bo taking the Timberwolves. Yeah. I think it's fitting as long as he gives us the facts and none of that puff piece bullshit home cooking nonsense look as long as john krasginski is still out there putting putting out the good stuff i'll be well informed all right there's some good guys that cover the team and krasginski's been the beat writer for like 17 years he's awesome good stuff let's see last episode uh I don't know if I want to do this, man. Look, <laughs> last week I was talking about the Raiders a little bit, NFL Raiders. We were talking about their team being in Vegas now, the party capital of the world, some would say. I mean, who can come into Vegas, not party, and actually win a game? No one, I would tend to think. So I was thinking about keeping up with the Raiders at home this season, just kind of like just popping in and saying, did they win at home? Mm -hmm. Did they play at home? Did they win at home? Well, last week the Raiders played at home and they won against Miami. Mm. Miami's not a bad team. It was a close game, actually. Just for fun, because, you know, I'm interested to see, like, how do the Raiders do at home? Like, is there, is there any truth to the difficulty of going to Vegas and not partying and actually focusing on football? And I wonder if teams like schedule their flights into vegas like they have to get there the night before right saturday night well they haven't lost at home yet and their next team they play at home like the raiders play some good teams this year 
But their next home game is against the uh, Chicago Bears two weeks from now. And then they play Philly and Vegas. And they play the Chiefs in Vegas. The Chiefs, who are one and two right now, but I wouldn't consider them a bad team. They got back-to-back home games, Chiefs, Cincinnati, Bengals. Chiefs just picked up uh, Josh Gordon. Really? Because he's the, off the weed now. Oh, like Yeah, for, for like for real. They play some good teams, but not a bunch of, you know, for real? <laughs> no, this this time, <laughs> it's for real. I am going to sell this house today. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to sell this house today. <laughs> I think it'll be interesting because now I'm like, I'm, I'm invested personally. Like, I want to know. I want to keep up. So maybe there's other people out there like me that are like, how does a team in Vegas do at, like against other teams at home? Yeah. They've had a hockey team for a while. Have you thought about keeping up with their home record? No. Uh, <laughs> it's real for the Golden Knights. Yeah, I know. They were, they were good. So this is the next test, mm-hmm. you know? like You could pull up the WNBA team, I suppose. They're just not as popular as football. So I'm going to keep up with... <laughs> the raiders and i'm gonna i'm gonna chime in with that shit every once in a while so fucking get used to it so what's next week's pick game is there anything else you guys want to talk about bo anything we missed when is the first preseason game in a week october 3rd on a sunday that would be a week one two three four five six days preseason basketball hey i'm going to the Bucks Grizzlies preseason game Tuesday night. Oh, nice! Next week, nice, excellent. I'm going with our floor seat guy. So you'll oh, be down there. Nice. <laughs> Shout out, Mike. Up. Shout out, Zinkus. <laughs> Mike's the Mike's the ticket king, dude. Yeah, he's. Uh, I think he's got he's got a he's got tickets for the VIP tent for that Memphis Memphis Fest, and I think he's blessing some more guys. Oh, nice. To go see widespread panic in the VIP tent. <laughs> Uh, he's a good man. Shout out. Yeah. MZ. Yeah, with your bad breath onion rings. <laughs> a week of training camp, and then they go straight to preseason. Training camp's usually longer. It's close, man. We're so close to basketball. I can't wait. Man, we're there, man. Every week now. No more weeks off. Now that baseball season's over, I'm so excited for basketball. <laughs> Anybody read the Rolling Stone article? I haven't. I ran out of time. I ran out of. I tried to. I, I got stuck behind it. the payroll paywall, and like I even like went into like private mode on my phone, and it like timed out. I read most of it. Whereas like uh, some players are volunteering mm-hmm. to play the anti-vax guy. Yeah, I don't know. It must be a shame to be like a millionaire and and just be like so wrong about everything in your life. It's just be, like years down the road, they're gonna look at back at things. I think, look back and be like, "Damn, I was on the wrong side of that shit." Hmm. That must be that. That must be a bummer. Like I still know people that firmly believed in George W. Bush. <laughs> well, I believe he existed. <laughs> believe that that was a, like a qualified president. Yeah, but the stuff he's doing now, like saying like in public, mm-hmm. is. Perfectly acceptable and yeah, he's not trying to get elected. 
Well, he's just not an asshole. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, I disagree with his policy at the time, and I didn't vote for him. But I'm yeah. like, I'm like, good lord, could we have <sighs> that? Could we have had him instead of Trump? Like, those I would have fucking, definitely those, taken that. Those fucking W stickers were just as bad as yeah. a MAGA. Yeah. A MAGA hat. Like that was his thing. The W sticker. Mm-hmm. W the president. Ugh, the president, just like my daddy. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah i forgot about those i'm looking at yeah that was pretty bad yeah that shit was annoying the president it was always on some asshole's car it was never on exactly. some like nice person's car exactly that's the <laughs> fucking the, point the, the black sticker with the white w yeah that's it. yeah the president i like the i one never that, saw that and like oh yeah i should go talk to that person i always like the one that had the f yeah I had, I, had, F. I had one of those the president. I had one of those on my like on my cd book because that's how long ago that was, <laughs> was on my CD i had a collection. book of cds in my car dang i remember cds i got a cd player over there ain't got no batteries in it it's oh that's a it's like a portable one it's a disc man nice i can plug it into our soundboard if we need to listen to a cd yeah there's a walkman over there too <laughs> Just oh, in I case, need to, I need to. I might need to borrow your Walkman. I need to convert some tapes. <laughs> you can borrow that anytime. I just threw three of them in the trash. I could. I mean, the tapes I need to convert. I could probably just find files online. Yeah, it's already been done. Yeah, somebody else did it years ago. <laughs> like, like when Napster came out. Yeah. Oh, they're like live tapes and stuff. So, Grateful Dead tapes. Uh, specifically Jane's Addiction. I've got like a. Like a four CD set of uh, Jane's Addiction live shows dubbed onto tape. Because mm. that's what you did in 1997. <laughs> that's, a, that's a good one. I guess that's about it, boys. So we are recording next week. Yeah, it's going to be every week. From now until... Uh, the playoffs are over. Mm-hmm. Eight All months. Right. Gotcha. Easy. Okay. 32 right. straight weeks or something. Probably miss a few here and there. So it's a relatively short commitment. Yeah. It's really not that bad. Just like we can make short episodes. You'll live. I want to say one quick thing before we get out of here. I don't think I ever <laughs> want to get into a situation where you have to pay to get house of hoops content pay to play seems off brand mm-hmm. for us so go buy a t-shirt at house of hoops.com that's h-a-u-s of hoops.com support the cause there's some good ones up there or don't there's one in particular that probably won't be there very long so better get it and there's another one that i'm trying to make but i'm just really not having any success oh, with. you gotta get on that man I don't know whether or not to put the chain in it. Oh, nah. nah. Nah, no chain. You're talking about you're talking about the Rick Fox, right? The Rick Fox. Nah, just 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 the just the shirt. All right. And try make, to get and it make done, me, man. Make me a crew neck sweatshirt. I'll make a long sleeve. Yeah. Weren't they wearing long sleeves? Yeah, it was it was a yeah, it was a crew neck sweatshirt. Oh, okay. Yeah. I thought they were just shirts with long sleeves. No, no, no. I gotta get that shit on a crew neck sweatshirt. <laughs> All right. All right. Hey, Bo. Yes. Thanks for doing this. Thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Yes, sir. Thank you, Brian, 
for coming all the way over here and doing this. Absolutely. Bo, good talking. Hey, Brian. Jeff. See you next week. And thank you, everybody that listened. See you. You motherfuckers. Remember the weight of the world, it's a sound that we used to buy. On cassette at 45. And now this little girl, she says, Will we make it?